This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Shop. Right now I'm talking with Greg Anderson from Many Projects. We're going to be talking about all that stuff. He's got a new solo album under the name The Lord. He is the Lord of Southern Lord Records. Album coming out April 23rd. He's from Sun, Engine Kid, Goat Snake, Burning Witch, Galleon's Lap, Brotherhood, and The Lord. But before we started, we were chatting a little bit about how KISW and Metal Shop kind of was a very important in your progression as a metalhead. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was, you know, KISW was my first exposure to um, hard rock, yeah. you know, this ACDC, Zeppelin, um, you know, that's, that's, that's my first um, Van Halen, um, like those, those early Van Halen records. So probably about like 1978 yep. uh, is when I started listening to um, KISW and um and then just really like, you know, it was, just, it was always something that I uh, tried to listen to as much as I possibly could. Anytime I was in the car with my with my parents or, you know, if I had, you know, at home, if I was able to listen to something on my own, I would. It, that was the station I was dialed into. And then when Metal Shop came around, that was also really yeah. uh, important as well. You know, like Jeff, Jeff Gilbert. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, those exposure to a lot of like... Um, underground stuff that uh that i didn't know about you know but but it, you know kisw is an important gateway for me for sure <laughs> that dude that's the best part is that's that's how i feel like uh you know on a saturday night playing like a you know like a black metal record i'm like i am getting to some kid out in the suburbs that this is going to be their gateway so it that that's that's the best feeling man um you know what i gotta do i, I once we're off the phone i'm gonna have to get your address so i can send you an old school kisw rock with the rock logo one of those oh things. man uh, i would love that i mean when i was probably sixth grade i think i had one of those and 
Did you get some the Squire Shop? Oh man, yeah, the Squire Shop get your get get your James jeans and your yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and your KISW shirt Dude, and uh, your awesome. uh, your Dr. J Converse. Yeah, it was uh, yeah, that was the look. But um, and I had stickers plastered all over my uh, my uh, folders and notebooks and all that stuff. Yeah, that's huge, awesome. Huge man. part of huge part of my life, man. And then a lot of those like um. KISW Rising Star concerts that were really in yeah. that cheap, you know, a couple bucks to get into. That was like my exposure, you know, my first exposure to, you know, some of those bands and being able to see them live was really, really um, influential in my life, you know. That's awesome, man. Well, we're going to have to get back to your Northwest roots here in just a minute, uh, but I I do want to talk a little bit about the solo album. So, again, uh, by the time you hear this, it will be out. Forest Nocturne is the name of the the Lord album, and this is uh, Greg Anderson's work under the name The Lord, uh, and it's out on Southern Lord. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, you know, you've probably been asked this a bunch, but, you know, I have to ask, how long have you had the idea of doing, like, a solo album? Not one of your bands, but a solo thing. Um, it's pretty recent, actually. I never really had an idea or a sort of inspiration or desire to do one. Mm-hmm. Um, I've always been a, the kind of person or musician who um, was content with and you know just made made music with a group, you know, yeah. a group of people. That's when I would make, you know, of course I come up with ideas on my own, and you know, I, I would you know, self-record things here and there, different riffs and ideas, and then, but always bring them into, uh, you know, other, you know, a practice or with a group with other people, like, in or in the case of Sun, it's like Stephen O'Malley and myself, mm-hmm. we always we usually start, you know, each sort of writing session or recording session with somebody has, you know, somebody has a bunch of ideas that we start with, you know, and then we, we build on those together, but they're just kind of, you know, they're really, they're very, very skeletal, you know, it's very, mm-hmm. very, just some, some basic, um, roots to, uh, to start with and, um, and then hopefully in develop off of. So this was really interesting for me in that I, you know, <laughs> with, as with a lot of people, you know, the pandemic, it's like, I had a lot more time on my hands to yeah. um, do stuff that I hadn't done in the past. And one of those things was to really sort of sit down and, and, um, create, and write music by myself. Yeah. So, so while I was doing that, I actually, um, I was, I was kind of, there were some interesting sounds that were coming out. It's kind of interesting ideas. So I was like, Oh, this is, this is cool. This is different. And I don't know where, where I would put this. I don't know if this is for sun. And plus, I don't know when we're going to be able to get in the same room together. And, yeah. Um, so I just, I just kept on going with it and I can, I, I amassed a, a, a good um, amount of, um, ideas and um and then i basically taught myself how to use a digital eight track recorder yeah um i i had never i i've always been a complete caveman when it comes to um <laughs> technology as yeah. far as recording and stuff like home recording sure i don't know how to use garage band none of that stuff but i was like well you know i think this is a time to teach myself so i basically taught myself how to use that uh, this Tascam eight track digital recorder. Nice. And I just loved it. I love, I love being able to, you know, it's very, still very archaic and, and rudimentary, but, um, you know, just to demo some ideas, mm-hmm. I call it kind of like, you know, a glorified sketch pad, uh, oh, yeah. for ideas, but, but, you know, I was able to get some really cool sounds and, and, and 
layer layer some stuff, which is like that's cool. There's like a layer different ideas and and different textures and different things like that. So yeah. that was like you know I started writing all these demos and um, and uh, that was pretty soon. I was like, well, you know what? I'm just gonna keep going with this and by myself and um, and I I um I decided to um, work with uh, you know after demoing some stuff, I decided to work with uh, this producer Brad Wood. Mm-hmm. who was somebody who I really wanted to, I hadn't worked with yet uh, previously, but I really wanted to, uh, we both really wanted to do something together. And I said, well, Hey, I've got all these de- things I've been writing on my own, you know, uh, no, no other people are involved in this yet. Um, he's like, yeah, come on over to my studio and let's, let's work on this stuff. So, so oh, since December of 2020, I've been, um, every couple months I go in and record, um, um, my, you know, my ideas are these demos that I've been working on with him. And, and so it's come, it's, it's been about probably recorded about 16 different pieces of music cool. with this guy yeah. um, over the last couple of years, which is just, for me, it's like, that never happened before. I, I, I literally, you know, was not a solo or a home recording guy. Like I said, I was just always doing stuff with bands. So this is all really fresh and exciting and new for me. Yeah. And, and um, it's cool. It's, it's cool too. You know, I love playing with, I love making music with other people. And that's like, you know, keep on saying that's how I've been I've made music in the past. Mm-hmm. But it was cool to try to do something where there was absolutely no input, direction, or influence really from anyone else. You know, it's like, um, and just kind of let yourself, you know, you're the master and you're, yeah. you know, you're steering, you're steering the ship, you know, and, 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 I, it sounds kind of simple, simplistic, but I'd never really been in that position before, you know. So um, it's been interesting to ex- explore that and and exciting too, because um, some of the stuff that I've been doing, I really, 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 really proud of, and um, it's cool to hear it. Sort of, you know, when I bring it, bring it out of my garage and bring it into, with, start working with Brad Wood on it. Mm-hmm it definitely takes shape in something different. And he, you know, he's an, he's an incredible producer, but, um, but you know, it's, it really is, you know, sort of, it's way more my sort of my, my me steering the ship and me, you know, I'm the captain here, <laughs> which is different. You know, I, like I keep saying different than, than before in a, in a way I worked before. You are the Lord here. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Pun, pun intended, pun intended. <laughs> so, uh, you know, something I've I've mentioned with, you know, I've been doing a lot of interviews with people and over the pandemic and something that's like a like a theme, it seems like, is a lot of people pivoting to learn new traits, learn new trades, I mean, and learning new things to kind of add to their tool belt. You know, I didn't, mm-hmm. you know, how, know how to vid- edit vid- any video and I've learned, I've taught myself how to do that and I just, you know, just pieced together my first live in-person interview with Code Orange this week. So it's just something that I added to my tool belt. And you, yeah. you know, you took upon this whole new thing of, of, of solo recording. And now that's something that it sounds like it has inspired you. Absolutely. You know, and there's a lot of other recordings that I've done, um, yeah. with Brad, um, that have other people that I, that have had, uh, that other people are, are collaborating with, uh, me on like, you know, there's, there's, um, I have an entire, <laughs> an entire record, uh, um, uh, of compositions that I wrote that the, this vocalist Petra Hayden um, uh, did these incredible vocals for it. She plays with some violin on it too. 
So, and then I, I, I released um, a couple singles um, earlier um, uh, or, or last year mm-hmm. with uh, different people. I did a track with um, this woman, Robin Waddy, mm-hmm. on vocals. She's from a band called Big Brave that yeah. have released um, several amazing albums on Southern Lord. And then I did a track with, um, uh, actually, with, with William Duvall from Alice in Chains awesome. uh, vocals. That was really Thanks. I, I, he's, he's been a, uh, I've, I've been a fan of his for a really long time and, um, an incredible musician and incredible vocalist. So being able to collaborate with him was really cool, but those were songs, um, or, or tracks basically that, um, I composed and, and wrote and then recorded. And then, um, I asked if, uh, they would contribute vocals to, and, and uh, I was really fortunate they did. So, um, so it's not all completely solo stuff that sure. I've been working on, but, um, but yeah, there's, you know, it's a, it's exciting to be, you know, to have this sort of this creative outpouring happening for, for, for me. It's, it's something new because, um, it, you know, as I've said many times and, uh, before it was, it was with other people and that's when, that's when my creative, you know, output would happen was, was with, uh, with the group. So now to have it, be um you know solo or mm-hmm. mostly solo my company is it's it's really exciting uh fans of black metal will be stoked because i saw on the uh, press release that y- you actually worked with attila from mayhem on the final track is that right yeah i mean attila is someone who's worked with sun for you know a a, a, a lot and, and we've he's been featured on on several of our records yeah. and he's a he's a close friend and and, a, and i think he's an amazing artist so yeah. I had this track. Yeah, that's the that's the one track on the album that has um, somebody uh, as features uh, another performer on it. Mm-hmm. And um, and I, I chose that just because I thought the track was when I wrote the track and demoed it and then recorded it with Brad. I, I, I just thought it would be really cool to have some other sounds, some and some vocal vocalizing on this track and and um and i i really i really was hearing attila and, and thought his presence on the track would be uh, really special so i asked him if he was you know uh if he was interested if he was really excited about doing something so um and it ended up happening and i thought i thought his what he what he contributed to that track is, is incredible it's it's super it's it makes it makes it amazing Sounds like you have quite the Rolodex of musical friends, my friend. That's awesome. I've been very lucky. I've been very lucky over yes. the years. So, you know, we talked about it right at the right at the start. So, you know, you have a strong connection to the Northwest um, scene and, and just the Northwest in general. Uh, and um, you you live down in L.A. That's where um, Southern Lord's based, if I'm if I'm right. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah. But uh, were you born here in Seattle or born up in the Northwest? No, I was actually born in, in Texas. Okay. Um, but, um, but I moved to Seattle. Um, my, my, um, my, my mom is, was born and raised in Seattle in the, in the Ballard area. Yeah. And, um, uh, so when I was, when I was about two years old, she ended up, she was living in Texas at the time uh-huh. and she ended up moving back to Seattle. And, um, when I was two, so I basically spent from, you know, two years old till I was 26 living in Seattle. So, you know, it was a real, all my formative years and all my schooling years are all spent there. 
Um, and, uh, you know, there's a really strong connection, <laughs> of course, with the Northwest. My, a lot of my family still lives up yes. there. My little brother yeah. lives there. My mom still lives in, uh, lives there. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it was, uh, you know, an important, very important place for me. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you a few Northwest centric questions, if that's okay. Of course. So, uh, a few a long time ago, I'm not sure if you remember, but there was a Chromag show at the Vera Project. That's the first time I met you through our friend Ron Gardapi. Um, oh yeah, he was rest in peace. Rest yes. in peace. He would have been 55 just like last week, I think. Was it, I think it was yesterday, or yeah, it was, yeah. I, I was talking to a close friend of our mm-hmm. uh, mutual friend of ours, and, and she was she was mentioning that. Yeah. So Ron Gardapi, vocalist for your one of your first bands, uh, Straight Edge Hardcore Band Brotherhood, and uh, yeah. you know we we end up having some beers uh, after the show. And um, when I say the name Ron Gardapi, what's your immediate thought? What are some of your favorite memories of Ron? Oh man, there's I mean there's so many. Think about him often. It's 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 funny you mention that because I I I was texting with this friend of ours, mm-hmm. you know, uh, re, um, just the other day, and he he, he came to mind. Um, because he came into my mind because I saw that Merciful Fate was going to be touring this year. Yes. Psycho <laughs> Las Vegas. Yeah. 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 And they're going to, so I was like, oh, I, I immediately thought of Ron. Mm-hmm. There's just like certain bands that, um, when I, it's, you know, if they're mentioned or if I, if I'm listening to them, the first thing that comes to my mind is Ron. Merciful Fate's one of them. Um, Celtic Frost is the other one. Um, SSD controls another one. Nice. Um, but it's it, there. We had a very strong friendship and we played some music together. And mm-hmm. it's, it's funny because, um, when we had a band together in like 1989, 1988 <laughs> brotherhood, um, we, you know, we had a, we were definitely friends and I'm really proud of what we did in that, that band. It was very short lived, mm-hmm. but we actually, after the band broke up a couple of years after the band broke up, we became, even closer friends cool. and and um it was really interesting we we've gone through a lot of different paths and directions in our lives I mean, we started out um as these hardcore kids and hardcore straight edge kids and then then we got really into other things and <laughs> started experiencing drugs and, and 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 girls and and different things and and um you know every path that we sort of went down in our yes. lives we sort of went down together mm-hmm. so um and um he was important a person that was really important to to me and 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 uh you know he was it may sound cliche or cheesy but he definitely was like a brother and and it's funny because i don't know if we were felt like we were brothers during brotherhood but afterwards there was no doubt about it we were we were definitely brothers and and um and it was a really uh i was really uh it was really um i was really awful and, and hurt hurt a lot uh, when he passed and I miss, I miss him. I miss him all the time. He was an amazing person, really influential, really turned me on to a lot of great music. Yeah. And, and his sort of his enthusiasm and his passion for music is what was also extremely inspiring for me, for Southern Lord Mm -hmm. and for all the bands that, um, I've ever played music. He was, and he was always super supportive, like super supportive. No no matter what band I was in, whether it was Galleon's lap or, engine kid or even if i don't you know even i think if the if he wasn't exactly into the music he was always super supportive yeah and he'd always tell me like he's like greg you you can't 
you can't write a bad riff. You can't be in a bad band. Like you're, you're, you know, he was always so supportive and, um, and championed whatever, whatever I did, no matter, even if it was probably something that maybe he wasn't his style. Or whatever. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he was, you know, he's a, he, he's a, he's a hero of mine for sure. Legend, man. Absolutely. Yes, Absolutely. So are you are you aware? I'm sure you're aware, but uh, just to let you know, in case you know you forgot, it is like a freaking voyage for every hardcore kid now when they come up to the Northwest to take a photo at uh, at Brotherhood Park, as they call it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Carrie, you Carrie see those Park? pictures from time to time. Oh, absolutely! You know what's hilarious is is um, I was just I was just in Seattle yeah. um, last month. Um, took my daughter up there for her spring break. It was just her and I. It was great, great little trip. And we stayed right by there. Nice. Um, and, uh, and I forgot to go to the, I was like, I I, I had shown her the pictures and, you know, told her the story. And she, uh, you know, um, so she was like, oh, okay, we'll have to do that. One of our, you know, we were there for like a week. And I totally like, I said, when I was on the plane going home, I'm like, got to go to brotherhood park and take those <laughs> photos you know that would have been that would have been awesome but yeah yeah it's a you know that's amazing that you know people still go there and and those yep. photos still come out it's it, it, it you know that's another moment where of course the first thing i think of is ron and it really you know it's it makes me smile yeah. and it's a it's heartwarming you know what i mean <laughs> totally this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. So I put up on the uh, Metal Shop Twitter, I said, okay, we're about to talk with Greg Anderson. You know, he's a Northwest dude. And, and Damon Stewart, the old KISW DJ, he said. Oh, wow. He said, ask him about working at Peaches. So tell me about. Oh pieces. man, that's great! Yeah, totally. Uh, that was that was also that was right during uh, Brotherhood, where um, I got a job at Peaches in the U District, cool. um, working in the in the uh, in the stock area in the in the basement. And mm. Damon also worked there, yeah. and that was amazing because we got turned on to a lot of great music. There was a guy named Dean Overton that worked there that okay. like turned me on to a lot of great metal. 
And um, yeah, that was crazy because I worked there. And then um, that's when Brotherhood, we got asked when I was working there, Brotherhood got asked to tour with the accused. Yes. And um, who are some old friends of ours. And one of the first, actually one of the first like hardcore underground hardcore metal bands that I ever got into was when I first saw those guys mm-hmm. play like 1980 I saw them in 1985 at the Gorilla Gardens and so I became friends with those guys um ever since that show and then they were going on tour and they're uh they asked Brotherhood to go on tour with them and it was like I had just gotten the, this cool job at Peaches and I was like oh man I got this really cool job finally working in a rec store working around these rather cool these people that are really cool and into yeah. cool music and I had to leave because we got that tour opportunity. Dude. It was kind of a bummer, but that was a great time. I, I discovered, you know, and was turned on to uh, a lot of music uh, yeah. back then. And it was funny because Damon, you know, he was, he, I think he maybe got a job after me or maybe it was right around the same time. But I remember um, we lost touch after, after a uh, brother had went on tour and stuff. And then I was like, so blown away that, his voice was on that Soundgarden track. Um, yes. Working with my good eye closed. And I was like, oh my God, it's David Stewart. Because uh, I was just a massive, massive Soundgarden fan. And then I heard, from hearing his voice, I was so stoked to hear, oh, I used to work with that guy. Right? <laughs> yeah. Cool, man. Well, well, you know, you kind of teed it up right there, man. Perfect segue. So, you know, you mentioned Soundgarden. There's so many iconic Northwest bands. I mean, you're in some of them. Uh, if you had to pick, and I'm not going to say like a number you have to pick, but what are some of your favorite Northwest bands of all time? Um, the Melvins. Yeah, for sure. Um, the Accused. Mm-hmm. Uh, Metal Church. But I'd have to say... I have to kind of um, put a time sure. frame on that sure. timeline. The first Metal Church album mm-hmm. and the demos around, or basically the the era with David Wayne mm. singing. That was I remember getting that first Metal Church album in 1984, and how just blew me away. I was so obsessed. I'm still to this day obsessed with that first album. <laughs> so great. Yeah. Um, and then. Um, Soundgarden for sure. Yep. They're one of my favorite bands ever. And uh I really like Tad. Yep. Um and uh uh those are those are probably let's, let's leave it there. I mean Nirvana is amazing. Yeah. And especially the bleach record. Um that's kind of more obvious. Sure. <laughs> you know? Uh and then to go real deep, I would say, and again, it's the first album only, but forced entry. First album. Yeah certain future i remember when that came out i was just so blown away it's the riffs everything the production is just incredible a few years ago kisw we moved locations to a, a different uh radio station still there but just a different location you know as our lease uh you know came due and we moved to a different location and we were getting rid of a lot of you know stuff and they were going more like digitals and so i got a bunch of albums you know i got like um some gits records on vinyl and i got uh uh you know some some uh, green river and then i got forced entry uncertain future and they were just giving it away for free i was like wait (laughs) nobody's taking this and like girl trouble and and forced it i was like okay i 
and fastbacks. It was like, dude, you guys don't even know what you have right here, but uh, I'll take them. Yeah, oh, that's great. I mean, those bands you mentioned too, such a diverse uh, uh, array of bands. Yes. I, and that's you know, that's another thing that I always thought was, and it, you know, that's always thing, the thing I thought was very special about music from the Northwest mm-hmm. is that it was it really didn't really wasn't didn't seem to concern itself with genre or being classified. It was just like we're just gonna it's gonna it could be anything, and yeah. I think that kind of spirit has really been important for me. Uh, throughout my life and yeah. you know because I, I i i my taste in music what i'm into is extremely eclectic mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm all over the place and it's always been that way and I, I think a lot of it has to do with the spirit of the northwest and those bands that and it, there's just there was so much great music you know it's like and you know, being a getting into you know punk rock and hardcore and but also my favorite band being the Melvins who mm-hmm. were very, you know, at the time they were like, you know, playing as slow as they possibly could, where the music that I was listening to was going as fast as it possible. Yeah. You know? But I really enjoyed it. And I think some of the bands that I was exposed to from those bands, like Black Sabbath and the Stooges and, and MC5 and different heavy, you know, different seventies kind of hard rock, heavy bands, that influence in their music was some, you know, it's like, okay, well, it's, it makes it very diverse and, and interesting. And, uh, that was something that's it's always sort of been part of uh, my taste, you know, music. Well, like that diversity that you're mentioning, it, kind, it very much, you know, it is very evident through the Southern Lord discography. Um, so, you know, you'll, you'll have a band like Power Trip or Zabalba, and then you'll have a Boris or an Earth or a Thrones and, and Wolves in the Throne Room and all over the place. It's all heavy. It could be heavy in different ways, but, um, you know, it, it, that's one unifying thing is it seems like we can really tell nobody's going to get rich off of putting out underground music, but it's, I can tell that it's something that you, you probably love every record you put out, right? Exactly. I mean, that's kind of, you know, for better, or for worse, that's, that's the, you know, that's been the, the ideology and sort of the, you know, the, the, uh, of the label is, is that it, it has to, I, I don't put out things that I don't believe in and that I don't love. Um, I've been approached over the years by some incredible, incredibly successful projects or bands that went on to be incredibly successful, but I, didn't like it so i passed and i've had i've had several managers or bands say i can't believe you're gonna pass this you know this is gonna we're, this is gonna be big or we're it's already big you know yeah. and and um we're offering you to you know to get in on this and be part of this and make make some money and be successful with it it's like well that's great but i, I don't like it you know i don't yeah. want like, yeah. i can't yeah i have to i have to feel comfortable putting my name behind everything um that i do um, or I, I, it's not worth doing for me. It's, I, I just, I, I just can't do it. It's not, it's not something that, that I feel comfortable with. So, so yeah, so for better, for worse, but I think, I think for me, it's, it's for, it's for better in the, in the long run because, um, uh, people can sense that then yeah. there's, and that's what I, you know, I think, I think people's, I think the bullshit detector on people has gotten stronger and better over the years and and especially in in the underground community mm-hmm. they, they can detect that stuff um you know miles away right away so you know i, I don't want to not i'm not I'm not gonna 
not going to, not going to sling bullshit. You know, it's like this, whatever I do, it's like, this is what I believe in. And I think this is great. I'm really excited to hopefully share it with you. Yeah, dude. Uh, and, and that's something that's very evident and obvious. So just wanted to put that out there. So someone, you know, say a kid who's getting into heavy music wants to check out Southern Lord. I hate to do this to you because they're probably your all, ba- all your babies. But what's a starter pack? What are, What's like three or four essential Southern Lord albums you would give them to start with? Huh. That's a good question. I haven't asked that one in a while. Um, well, I would say Power Trip, Nightmare Logic. Yes. I think that's one of the most classic thrash albums ever created. Yep. R.I.P. Um, Riley. Yep. R.I.P. Riley Gale. Um, and God, what else? Um, so difficult. Um, I would say for, jeez, uh, I, I don't know. I would say, you know, if I had to choose a Sun record, I would choose um, Monoliths and Dimensions. I think that would be a good place okay. for people to start. Yeah. And then, um, God, dude, this is this is this is a this is a, <laughs> this is a tough one. You got me it's here. An evil one. Because huh? uh, uh, I, I don't want to leave anybody out, but I'm going to ha- obviously have to. Um, oh, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw a, I'm going to throw a Northwest one in there. Okay. Uh, Black Breath. Yes. Heavy breathing. Oh yes, dude. R.I.P. Elijah. What the hell, man? God. No, so no, many, that was off. So awful. many legends. And actually, you know what? Let's not do heavy breathing. Let's do. Um, I'm sorry. Sentence to life. Good one too. Yes. Dude. Yeah. Anything yeah. they put out, yeah. man, is so good. Black yeah. I call it. And I and I would say, you know, also, I think I think we should throw in like a uh, like a reissue record too that we've yes. done. Um, I would say, um, I think a good. Uh, a good one is um, the um, <laughs> it's kind of a wild card. Uh, I'd say the offenders uh, reissue that we did is probably one of my favorite things that uh, that I, uh, one of uh, one of my favorite reissues, the endless struggle. We must rebel reissue. That was a that was a record that was um, was really uh, either that one or Bla- or, or the first blast record uh, cool. expression of power. But those are two hardcore records that were like extremely important to me uh, growing up. They had a huge influence on on um, all my the earlier hardcore bands I was in in Seattle, yeah. like False Liberty and Brotherhood. Yeah. Um, but um, but yeah, I mean it's it's hard to pick. You know, it's, it's hard to pick from the catalog because, like you know, to me these there's so many great. We've been so lucky to work with so many great artists and yeah. and, and and involved with some some great albums i mean you know the the the, the nails records we did I'm, I'm extremely proud of as well boris um, pink i mean those early boris records sure um the earth records yep um, you know there's a lot of stuff that we've been super fortunate to be able yeah. to work with yeah. so um it's that's why i'm I, you know it didn't come to mind right away <laughs> but uh uh you know um I don't know. It's hard to pick because like, you know, everything to me is, 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 is great. You know? Absolutely, man. So I'm sorry to do that to you, but I had to, you know, had to do the journalistic thing, quote unquote, uh, again, for, well, you know, and it's like, you know, for me, it's like, I'm, what I'm hoping for is I hope people just will search it out. Cause yeah. I think that, that, that sort of whole, you know, discovering something on your own, that's the most, powerful and that's 
to me how I got into this music, you know, it was like growing up, going down to Fallout Records, it, you know, yeah. and, and, and just taking a chance on, on a seven inch, like, oh, seven seconds committed for life seven inch or the DRI seven inch. I'm mm-hmm. like, I've heard these bands' names, but I'm just gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a chance, you know, or I, uh, Septic Death, the first, the first Septic Death LP. That's when I bought it at Fallout, and it's like, nice. it's just so, you know, just discovering something like, yeah, I've, I've heard about this, and, you know, um, I'm just gonna take a chance, and then just that, that being blown away. That's like that, that sort of discovering stuff like that to me is is so, is so, is so important and so powerful. So I kind of hope that people will do that with, uh, with our catalog, you know. I hope so too, man. And, 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 uh, you know, those are some good things to start with if you want to, but I would suggest, you know, just, just, just check them all out. You know, there's, there's something in there for everyone. If, if you, if you like any kind of heavy music, so. Yeah. Awesome, man. Well, uh, again, the new debut full length solo album under the Lord name forest nocturne. It's out now. If you're listening to this, uh, it's out now. Um, but, uh, my final question for you is a question we last ask everyone here, pick a scar on your body and tell us a quick story of how you got the scar. Hmm. A scar. Yeah. Uh, can it be a, uh, gonna be a tattoo. Sure. Okay. Um, let's see. Uh, I guess I'll talk about my first tattoo that I ever got. Got it at um, on Pine Street, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and uh, at some little tattoo places there. I don't know if it's still there or not. It was a long time ago. It's probably 1989. It was a, I got a straight edge tattoo, True Till Death. Nice. And I got it with a friend of mine, Julie Roberts, who was a close friend um, and someone who was part of the the Brotherhood crew. Um, yeah. And uh, yeah, that was my first tattoo. And I remember it's funny. I was working at Peaches Records when mm-hmm. I got the tattoo, yeah. and it was I. I experienced my first like. I don't know if this ever happens to other people or not, but uh, sometimes when I get a tattoo, I'm like, "Man, should I have got that tattoo? I'm not sure," you know. And you're like, you're just kind of like dealing with it on your body for the first time, and, sure. and what you know, processing all that in your head. And I remember I was like, just I was a zombie at work because I couldn't couldn't figure out if it was a good idea. This is my very first tattoo ever yeah. to get, but I remember stocking and packing and picking records at, at Peaches Records and going, should I have gotten that tattoo? What if I'm going to drink later in life? And, well, you know, guess yeah, what? No. Sure enough, <laughs> I'm not drinking later in life, but I still love the tattoo and it reminds me of a course of a, of a special time. And, and, you know, it does remind me of brotherhood and Ron at times too, so. True till death or until I grow my hair out. Either way. Yeah, true till college, all that. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Greg, thank you so much, man. Again, check out The Lord, uh, Forest Nocturne, out now on uh, Southern Lord Records. Any final words for the Northwest and for KISW? No, thanks a lot for your time. It was a real honor to to talk with you and and be uh, on KISW. It's a huge part of my youth, you know, so... um, Seattle's best rock. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.